the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, the Rockies are going undefeated. And so are the Pittsburgh Pirates, Lundy. <laughs> Both of the lowest projected win total teams before this season began yesterday, before opening day in that first pitch, uh, they secured the W's. Uh, Colorado, uh, in a in, in a hair-raising effort late, they nearly gave it away with a bullpen, uh, you know, surrendering potentially a four-run lead, but ended up winning 8-6 to six and slamming the door on the L.A. Dodgers to Daniel Bard. Uh, and then the Pirates took care of business against my beloved Chicago Cubs. Chilly conditions, brilliant sunshine, but it was brutally cold on the north side. And, of course, uh, I lost on the total in that game late because the Cubs bullpen stinks, much like it did uh, last season. 5-3 to three for the Buccos. So, I got to get back on track with a little early bonus time. Two-leg baseball parlay. Here's what I'm liking today. I'm going to take the Dodgers in the run line minus one and a half. Uh, I think Trevor Bauer is going to take care of business here in the Mile High City against the Rocks and Antonio Zinzatella, and we're going to get to him here in a minute with a player prop. So on the run line, minus one and a half, and I'm going to slap that together with the San Diego Padres on the run line at minus one and a half against Arizona. Blake Snell going up against Merrill Kelly. If both of those hit, it's plus 195, and I got an odds boost at DraftKings Sportsbook at plus 244. What do you think of that? I like it. You know, the thing that I hate about the beginning of baseball season, Brad, are three words, on pace for. Um, <laughs> that is what the media loves to be able to do. Well, yeah. he's on pace for, well, yeah, if you hit a home run on day one, you're on pace for 162 homers. Home yeah. I hate that about baseball. You know what You know what the Rockies are on pace for? The basement of the NL West, okay? You can win one game. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Trust me, here in Denver, the only reason people want to go to 20th and Blake at Coors Field is for the operative word Coors. Okay, (laughs) so uh, don't uh, get too excited, Rockies fans. This thing, the wheels are going to come off soon enough. And as Brad just said with his two leg parlay, it probably starts tonight. Today, today. That's right. Reality will set in. Look, if you want to lock and load that two leg MLB parlay, you want to get some NBA action, NHL or five. Final four. You need to do so right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game remaining. If your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 100 to 1 odds. Pick any college basketball team that's still on the hunt for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet. And that team winning their next game. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 of the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code FTN to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only, new customers only, research and supply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to this Friday edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's go ahead and start things off in the NHL. Give me a recap 
of how you did yesterday, hombre, and give me a pick on the ice. Well, here's the good thing. If you listen to the podcast, we did all right last night. I mentioned the fact that I thought Dallas, with their backs against the wall, trying to make their way into the uh, playoff discussion, would perform well at Nashville. They did. They won 4-1. to one. Now, if you had uh, just been hanging out with me yesterday afternoon, you would know that of the four picks uh, I made, that was the only one I got right. <laughs> <laughs> So overall, for me, it was one in three, but at least yeah. for everybody here on the FTN pod, it was OK. All right. I'll tell you what. I'm going to piggyback on your concept that we just tick, uh, tipped off the uh, podcast with, and that is I'm going to give you a two leg parlay. Uh, let's talk about Toronto on the road at Winnipeg. Really like the Leafs on the road. Uh, they are 11 and five on the road so far this season. Um, I would expect Jack Campbell will get the start for them between the pipes. He's got a 948 uh, save percentage so far in seven starts. Um, he's also got a couple of shutouts in there. I think that uh, Toronto, frankly, should be a little bit heavier favorite uh, in this one. Uh, but the juice sits at minus 143, which is why I'm going to pair that up with Edmonton on the road against Calgary. Uh, fully expect Mike Smith to be between the pipes. His save percentage of 919. A couple of shutouts in there as well in 17 starts. He's also... Three and one against Calgary in all of those matchups for the Oilers so far this season. So if you put Toronto together with Edmonton on the money line, those both turn into a plus 186. So take advantage of getting rid of the juice and get seduced by it at a positive number. So take Toronto on the road, Edmonton at home, put those two together, and let's make some cash on a Friday night. Oh, you had me at positive juice. Number four. All right, let's move on and back to the Colorado Pebbles, uh, not so much Rockies, uh, taking on the L.A. Dodgers under the lights tonight at Coors Field. And uh, Antonio Zintatella, uh, the strikeouts prop for the starting pitch for the Rocks, three and a half, and I'm taking the under on this one, Lundy. This is a guy last season at 12 starts in a condensed season, 5.03 K per nine, and he did face the Dodgers in three turns in the rotation and posted 1k 3ks and 3ks so you know he's a high contact guy an 82.5 contact rate uh, last season and a guy that generates a lot of ground balls at a 50.8 percent clip so when you have a high contact pitcher you're facing this vaunted Dodgers lineup which is loaded from top to bottom the Dodgers want to wash away that bitter taste of opening day after falling eight to six uh, the effects of Coors Field, it's going to be a warm day, which means it'll be a warm evening, uh, kind of uncharacteristic for this time of year here in Denver. Uh, and Sensatella, and knowing his idiosyncrasies and knowing his style of pitching, I don't see how on earth he gets to four strikeouts. So I think under three and a half Ks for the Rocky starter is the way to go against the Dodgers. Fade or follow. I will follow because this Dodgers team is a little ticked off. They gave away some <laughs> runs. Obviously, they had the wild one. If you saw Cody Bellinger, the one that should have been a home run, that because he and Justin Turner got crossed up on the base paths, what should have been a home run turned into a run scored and an out. Uh, it was one of the weirdest plays. If you haven't seen it, go search it on social media. You can find it. It's really, really funny. Uh, so, yeah, they've got revenge on the mind. And you're right. Sensatella is not a strikeout guy. He is a put the ball in play guy and rely on the defense behind him so uh, as low as that number might seem to some of you on the outside about an over under type of bet uh, yeah Sensatella just doesn't do it three and a half I'll take the under yeah definitely bet against the rock 
Number three. All right, let's go to the MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Monkey Knife Fight player prop of the day presented by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Go there. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just you against the house and all of your favorite player props. More or less, over or under, pack them together uh, with two all the way up to six. The more you hit, all the more or less the over the under. The more cash you stuff into your pockets and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And when you do, as a new user, you get a free $5 game on the house. 7MKF in good time at monkeyknifefight.com. And let's go to the NBA hardwood, and let's talk Ricky Rubio. Got to roll the R's. Uh, it is uh, imperative. You have to do it. It's copyrighted. You don't want to, you know, infringe on what the law tells you to do when you're talking about Ricky Rubio. And I'm taking the over on six and a half assists uh, for the Timberwolves against the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, you look at Rubio, he has gone over six and a half assists in 11 of his last 13 games. Now, he did go slightly under. Oh, Captain Hook, yar, uh, came into play when these uh, two teams faced back in the middle of January. He only had six dimes in that one in 24 minutes. But you look at Memphis, uh, they're number 21 in the NBA and assist per game allowed and also ranked number 21 in opponent assist to field goals made. Uh, according to the FTN Daily Advanced EVP tool, this is the second worst matchup for a gamer. But uh, I think Rubio, who again has been white hot in terms of piling up the assists, I think he hits seven at least tonight and gets uh, that total or higher for the 12th time in his last 14 games. So fade or follow Ricky Rubio over six and a half assists against the Grizz. The closest I can come to that sound is if I clear my throat right now in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> I've never been able to roll my R's. Uh, oh. So I will uh, I will roll with you, though, and your pick, and I will follow and take the over. I feel like this, as much as you said, a 7-8 assist kind of night in this matchup against Memphis. So fully expect him to be able to get past this number. Could take until the fourth quarter for it to happen. We might have the bet sweats by the time we get into the third and into the fourth. But I do think that ultimately he hits that number. And, uh, yeah, you don't want me trying to roll my R's. Oh, I'll do it for you. Ricky Rubio. Number two. All right, let's move on to the final four on Saturday. A pair of games late in the day. And let's start off first with Houston and Baylor. And I'm not talking about the full line. I'm not going to talk about the total. I'm going to talk about the first half line here. And I'm going to lay the three with the Baylor Bears against the Houston Cougars here. You know, Houston, uh, a team that really gets after on the offensive glass. Over the last month, they have generated a second chance opportunity on 40.3% of their possessions, which is just absurd. Uh, They're only shooting 40 49.3% inside the arc, uh, 34% outside of it. Uh, the defense is staunch, giving up to 0.916 points per possession. But again, Houston struggles offensively, putting ball through basket. And, you know, that is masked by the offensive rebounds that they typically generate. This team over the last month, number 133 in all of college basketball, an effective field goal percentage offense. Baylor firing at all cylinders right now offensively. Uh, over the last month, the Bears roaring at a 1.242 points per possession clip. Uh, they are going to have to really seal off the glass to ensure that Houston 
isn't crashing in and getting those second chances and putting uh, the ball into the hoop overall. Uh, and the turnover percentage, D, uh, is something that, you know, they have feasted on. They have, you know, forced a lot of miscues, a lot of errors, the opposition against a positionless Houston team and may be able to generate a couple of those for some sprint outs and some easy baskets. And they're shooting nearly 39% from downtown here over the last 30 days. So I think Baylor at halftime will be up by five or more points. I think this minus three is a gift here, Lundy. So fade or follow, Baylor in the first half, minus three against the University of Houston. All over this one, I like the idea of Baylor jumping out. So this has been a line that I was looking at even earlier this week, uh, you know, trying to get off of just the normal spread, the normal game total, and look for some of those uh, bonus opportunities that you get within the first halves. And we've seen that over the course of all three weekends um, of the uh, of the tournament. So I'm, I really like this pick. Uh, this might be my favorite one uh, that we've done so far this week. And talking about the Final Four, like the idea of Baylor getting the job done in the first half. Not necessarily that it's, you know, maybe going to be that tight later on. We'll talk about that. We've talked about that over the course of the week, but I really like the idea of Baylor jumping out early. Yeah, me too. Bet on the Bears. Number one. All right, last but certainly not least, let's go to the other game of the Final Four, and it's one a lot of people are expecting to be a slobber knocker fest, a lopsided affair. Uh, a haymaker levied and a knockout punch potentially early, and that is, of course, the Gonzaga Bulldogs uh, now laying 14-and-a-half against UCLA, but I'm not going to focus on the line. I'm actually digging the under in this game at 145.5, and I tell you what, Lenny, it's really rare uh, when you see such a discrepancy from what KenPom.com projects and what the actual total is, and KenPom's got this game as an 83-71 to win for Gonzaga, so if you do the Matt carry the one, that's 154. So, I mean, you have uh, a 154 total uh, predicted by Ken Palm, and this is at 145 and a half. You might say to yourself, wow, it's an extraordinary value. i got to hammer the over. I say, eh, not so fast, my friend. As electric as Gonzaga is offensively, 1.294 points per possession uh, that they have scored here over the last month. A team shooting 60.4% inside the arc, 40.7% outside of it. They've been dynamite in terms of three-point percentage D, giving up just 27.6% uh, in that capacity. They are one of the fastest teams in the country on the year number six in adjusted tempo. UCLA, meanwhile, uh, they've also scored uh, early and often and it will 1.187 points per possession. They don't turn the ball over a whole lot. So I think this game is going to have limited transition opportunities, A, and B, I think UCLA is going to try to slow this sucker down, grind it out much like they did against Michigan. Uh, keep in mind the Bruins are number 338 in the country and adjusted tempo. And I was talking to Dallin Cuff about this on my ESPNU show earlier this week. Dallin goes, you know what, Gonzaga, once they build up a big lead, which we all anticipate will likely happen in this game, they tend to downshift and they will remain in neutral over a long portion of the second half. And as a result, not as many points. So I think this game is going to go under in the end. So fade or follow my under 145 and a half Bruins Zags. Oh, you know I like a five for five, but can't do it. Oh. I'm going to fade you on this oh. one. I actually think they creep just over this number. I actually believe this comes closer to about 149, 150. Uh, I will side with the Ken Palm. 
Uh, I do think that that's what happens. But I think the points you brought up are big. You talk about UCLA with pace and you talk about the idea of Gonzaga trying to take their foot off the gas if they open up a big lead, which I do believe they will do. So I I think both of those things are accurate. Um, But I do think UCLA has got some runs in them uh, as they go through. Uh, That sounded really gross. Uh, But (laughs) I do think that they've got an opportunity to, you know, all of a sudden this could be a 15 point lead that shrinks to eight. And now Gonzaga has got to put uh, put a little more effort into it. So I don't think they can completely take their foot off the gas the way that some might expect. So I think this total actually creeps just above. In fact, Brad, I've got an alt line that I put together that I pulled this thing down to 141 and a half and then took the over. Um, but I do think that even at, even at the straight line as it sits right now at DraftKings Sportsbook at 145 and a half, I think this game goes over um, and we wind up with <clears throat> Gonzaga and Baylor, just what we've all been waiting for. Yeah. Monday night. Bring it on! And I think the early line that I saw that Circa released, if that does come to fruition, is Gonzaga minus five. So we will be breaking that game down and everything else tied to the national title game if it is indeed Gonzaga and Baylor on Monday night on the Monday episode of FTM. But that is a wrap on this Friday edition. Please follow Lundy on Twitter uh, at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Wavos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly as well? And check out FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily, and FTNBets.com. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today and until next time as always feed or follow that is up to you feed the noise